simply having a wonderful stop, Christmas. Stop, stop, stop. Not yet. Aw. Y'all boys ready for this? How the folks let's gather around for the best sports talk in town. We got our hosts, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, it can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this league. Yee-haw! Bang. It's a pretty good one. I think. That was a pretty good one. Might be a little early, but we'll work on it. And I'm still kind of upset you ruined my Christmas cheer. I well, really had to am. be a little early because you were making me laugh, so I had to get it out before I started laughing. You ruined my Christmas cheer. We're even. Anyways, everybody, welcome to episode 11 of the This League Fantasy Football Podcast. It was a slaughterhouse in week 11. We're going to break all of that down. As always, you have your boy, Chris Mitchum. We have Aaron Hunt. Sup. And we have Tint. Oh, this is the first episode. Write it down. This is the first episode where you don't have all three of your fearless podcasters at one table. And now we are sad. We are very sad. Tim is out this week, most likely mourning the loss of Joe Burrow's knee. (laughs) All of his knee. Just the entire knee. The whole structure. You were thinking it was, what, like a torn ACL? Ended up being like a torn ACL, torn MCL, torn meniscus, torn pride. Probably needs another knee altogether. Mm, get well soon, Joey B. You make football better. But anyways, yes, no Tim this week, unfortunately. But we charge on. We have a shorter episode for you guys today because like you all, we might have Thanksgiving plans. We're going to be around some family. And as much as I love editing a good podcast, we're going to shorten it up this week so we can get this out to you guys. And you can listen to it around your Thanksgiving dinner table if that's, if that's your mojo. Hey, Chris, right off the cuff, just thinking about it. Here we go. What is the best Thanksgiving side? Mac and cheese. <sighs> Call I'm, me five years old. I don't care. Dude, it's mac I'm going to go with the classic mashed potatoes. and With gravy? Yeah. Brown gravy? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i weird and I don't like it with gravy, but I know a lot of people do, so I just think mashed potatoes just goes with anything. I know, man. I know. <laughs> Trust me. My family and I go back and forth on this. I do not like gravy on my mashed potatoes. I just don't. I like me a good green bean casserole, too. Call me weird. Cornbread casserole's up there, too. Okay, that is good. That is good. But, yes, I hope you all have a safe turkey day. Maybe don't hug Grandma this year for obvious reasons. Um, but in all seriousness, be safe, be smart. Um, but also don't let the current situation of the world ruin your Thanksgiving plans. It's a day that should be spent with family. Just do it responsibly. It is the afternoon of Tuesday November 24th, 2020. Afternoon, we're not recording this at midnight, Aaron. That's a great change of pace for me. Bada bing, bada boom. Like I said, two days from Turkey Day, excited for that. The agenda today, we are going to review what was a crazy week 11. We're going to hit on the power rankings, which was by far the hardest to rank ever this week with all everything going on. Then we're going to hit the standings, which are more important than ever. And then we have the Week 12 preview. Again, shorter episodes, so we're just going to be doing some quick hits on most of these. Before we jump in, we have our drinks of the week. I am sipping the classic staple of this household, Olivia Miller Light. And I am over here sipping just as classy Angel's Envy Bourbon. Uh, straight oh, today. That's so nice. I'm going without it being on the rocks. 
so far so good. That is beautiful. And I guess before we jump into the week 11 review, we had a trade this week. Literally happened maybe three hours ago or so. I believe it was between Stretch and Team Saving Matt Ryan and Anthony and Team Uninspired Youth. Stretch acquires Melvin Gordon, running back for the Denver Broncos, and sends to Anthony Darnell Anderson. (laughs) What a name. Or Daryl Anderson or Darnell Anderson. Whatever his name is. It's it's Daryl Henderson, right? Yes. Running back for the St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis. Ooh, St. Louis. Los Angeles Rams. Any thoughts on that before we jump into week 11? You know, for me, I'm just not a huge one-to-one fan when it comes to trades. Um, I really just – I think it was a pretty even trade. Uh, I guess Stretch is really wanting to get some stability in a flex position. And Darnell Henderson – Anderson, whatever his name is. <laughs> Got him. I can't get the name right now. Um I guess he just needs some more stability there, and I guess it makes sense Anthony could take on a little more upside. So Yeah, and it's kind of like a win-now thing, I think. Like Darnell Anderson, I'm honestly trying not to. <laughs> Daryl Henderson is probably more of a future guy, maybe some upside in future years. You know, you have Cam Akers lurking. But for Stretch, he's obviously going for the title this year, so maybe Melvin Gordon, like you said, solidifying that flex spot might be the good move. So. Props to you two for a fair and even balanced trade. I don't really think there's a winner in that one. It's just kind of helping each other out, I guess. Yeah, pretty equal to me. Uh, also, I always forget that you know we are in a dynasty league, so thinking about it from that perspective, I think it, it is very even. And there you have it. Good job, fellas. Let's get into the Week 11 review. It was chaos. All right, Week 11, like I said, was bananas. The first matchup we are going to hit quickly was your boy, Chris. Team Fairlife taking on a resurgent Anthony and Team Uninspired Youth. Resurgent indeed. Holy crap, Anthony. Uh, Put up the highest point total of the week on the backs of uh, Travis Kelsey, who is a definite cheat code at this point. Another solid performance from him. And then the Vikings wide receiver duo went off. Can't say I didn't tell you so. I think I called it on the podcast that you could have a big week out of them. They delivered. Tractor Cito, a.k.a. Derrick Henry, is in full swing. His season is upon us. He's wearing down defenses from here on out. And the Browns D with 21. I was watching the game with Chris, actually. And uh, needless to say, he was pretty frustrated at that. But, hey, that's how it goes. Not a bad point total for Chris this week, so got to give you a little credit there, Chris. Team Fairlife's own, too, Michael Pittman. Oh, let's go. In his own words on Twitter, reaching the paint. That's right. But Falcons were poopy. Yes, they were. (laughs) Which is like half your team. So, uh, Anthony this week won decisively 175 to 125. Not a lot here for me to add else otherwise, but uh, great win for Anthony. Yes, for the Pickums, Aaron and myself, picked Team Fairlife and your boy to win. We were obviously incorrect. Tim picked Anthony, so he gets a point up there. Quick little side note, I was taking a fat nap during the 1 o'clock games. Derrick Henry was being shut down by the Baltimore Ravens defense. I was like, this is awesome. And then I wake up at the beginning of the 4 o'clock games, and I see Derrick Henry wins the game on like a 28-yard touchdown run. So welcome back to reality, Chris, I guess. Whatever. But going on to the next game, we're going to try to hit these quick. We had Aaron and let Russ Cook going up against the sliding Hayden and Team Big Ben Revenge Tour. Hayden's slide continues. I think it's the biggest thing I get from this game. 
and quite frankly, it hasn't been a pretty slide. 114 this week, 94 points in week 10, 108 points in week 9, and unfortunately, he hasn't been able to catch many of the breaks many people have, you know. No, you win who you wins for Hayden, unfortunately. He just is losing, probably as he should be. If you look at Aaron, he snaps his two-game skid and finally catches a break and plays a team that didn't blow up on him. Not much to add to his team other than just Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill, best wide receiver duo in the league. Sorry, Tim. I mean, the consistency and points these two are putting up is just ridiculous. And can he be looking for an Austin Eckler return inbound? I'm praying. That can be the push that perhaps puts him over the top. I don't know. Aaron pulls himself up to the 5-6 and six scuffle after this one, and doing that pulls Hayden down to the 5-6 and six scrap. Final score, Aaron 131, Hayden 114. Myself and Tim picked Aaron to win this game, and Aaron picked Hayden to win this game. Yep, I went with the Tim strategy, just picking the opponent, uh, regardless of how I feel, and uh, it paid off for me this week. So, yep, glad to see I could get back to 5-6 and six with pretty much everybody else in the league at this point. The points four, I think, will come in handy for me in the coming weeks. So, yep, looking forward to that. We will see on to the next game real quick. We had Clayton and the Red Rocket going up against Don and Team Don Perignon, and as you know... This was a civil war. Yes, it was. And it was a close one as well. Uh, you know, Don, Clayton. Um, I had Don. Tim also had Don. Chris had Clayton. And Booyah. Chris was the one that got this correct. Uh, for Don, Zeke finally showed up. That helps. Uh, he hadn't been showing up in previous weeks. Hate to see Juju getting hurt. It was a disappointing game for him. With Clayton, it was just the story of Keenan Allen and the Saints' defense. Uh, they really just put him on his back, um, took him to victory in this one. Uh, despite you know two points from Fulgham and four points from Gronk, Julio and Sexy Rex both getting hurt. Uh, this man just can't escape the injury bug, it seems like. Despite all of that, Keenan Allen, Saints' D comes through for Clayton. He holds on to not be mathematically out just yet. So you're saying there's a chance. He's got a glimmer of hope. Final score was Clayton 113, Don 106. And with a score like 113, Aaron, you know what that means. You win who you win. Got lucky this week, Clayton. Finally, maybe catches a break. But of course, the injury bug just refuses to leave Clayton alone. Unfortunate there. On to the next matchup. We had Tim and Burrow's best going up against the number one team in the league, Stretch and Saving Matt Ryan. Yep, and uh, Tim and Chris, you guys both had stretch in this one. However, I had Tim, and I proved to be the correct one in this matchup. Boo. Uh, in this one, it was really the story of Alvin Kamara and Kyler Murray just not having explosive performances like they usually do, especially Kamara, uh, only with 10 points. Yikes. If there's one thing that can stop Kamara's PPR value, it's Taysom Hill. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the flex positions also for stretch were, were pretty bad. I would say they were the worst in the league this week. Uh, combined for eight points total, Jerry Judy, six points, and AP had two points. Oof. Um, Steelers D and flex spots really helped Tim. Uh, I think that was the difference in getting the dub. Pretty even totals, I would say, at the other positions. There was such a difference in, in the flexes that that was really the, the main Reason for Tim pulling away. And if Kyler Murray and Kamara, if they aren't producing, it's just hard for points to come elsewhere. 
So uh, Tim gets it done this week. Final score, Tim 131, stretch 104. Yep, I think this is what it looks like whenever Kyler or Kamara have not godly games. I think stretch is vulnerable. I think that's kind of what you get from this matchup. Um, Tim, like you said, clutch win. He joins the five and six scrum in the league while stretch. Don't look now. He's lost, you know, two of his last three. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, don't look now, but you know, maybe some chinks starting to come off in the armor. Um, onto the final game. Of course, this is a shorter episode, but that doesn't mean we can't have the game of the week. This game was a one-point game heading into Monday Night Football with Zach having Chris Godwin and Steven rolling out Leonard Fournette. And, yeah, that ended just about the way you would expect. Godwin nearly double Fournette's output, and Zach ends up getting maybe a bigger margin of victory than what this game really was. Um, final score there was Zach 131, Steven 121. Uh, the kind of the fallout of this game, I think, is Zach continues to march on and pound on the I am a contender door. Please believe me, I'm a contender. Do you believe him yet, Aaron? Him, Mr. His Biggest Critic? I'm trying. I really am. <laughs> I, I'm trying. trying. I'm trying to swallow my pride. I think Zach is a contender. Oh, really? You just definitively say it? I, I did. Wow. Yeah, I did. Somewhere the Broad Ripple swim team is throwing a party like they just won the inaugural nut. Um, Steven, uh, he had a solid outing, but he also finds himself on a two-game skid and also in the middle of the five and six scrum. Aaron and myself chose Zach correctly this week, and Tim chose Steven and Mount Passmore incorrectly. So me and Aaron gain a point there. And there you have it on your Week 11 review. Aaron, how did the Pickums turn out this week? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I went two and three. Uh, Tim went two and three as well. Chris, finally, I think this is the first time all season, won Pickums. Uh, three no, and two. I won him in that one week. Remember when I didn't let you guys hear the end of it? And then I went like one and four the next week. It's funny you can't say the week. It was, uh, okay, week, <laughs> week nine, week nine. All right, all right, I'll Pretty believe confident. you. I'll believe you. Roll back the tape. <laughs> Roll it back. No, but uh, good job with Chris uh, getting the win on the Pickums this week. Overall, still got myself in the lead at twenty-five and twenty. We got Tim at twenty and twenty-five, and Chris is creeping back up slowly but <laughs> no, surely. I'm not. Uh, I mean, sixteen and twenty-nine. <laughs> that looks a lot better than how you were a few weeks ago. Uh, I will say that. Jeez, touche, touche. Anything else to say about a wild week eleven that just? It, I, I said it on the Instagram, you know, and the Twitters. Go follow us, this league underscore pod. But week 10 was like, oh, my gosh, this league can't get any closer. And week 11 said, hold my beer. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy, just the results that happened and now what we're looking at heading into the playoffs. I mean, it's just crazy that technically no one is mathematically out just yet. And technically nobody's clinched either, right? Uh, stretch has. Oh, Stretch has clinched. Yeah, stretch has. Congrats to you, sucker. All right, so Tim usually has the pleasure of naming off the power rankings with me and Aaron having no idea what they are. But, of course, we had to relegate that duty to somebody. So Aaron gets the duty of going out of the power rankings. Whenever I was ranking him this week, this was by far the hardest week to rank ever. Yeah, same here. Uh, and I know Tim probably struggled too. Just so many close teams. The record doesn't help either that there's six teams that are five and six. Yeesh. Um 
How, how do you think I should do it, Chris? You think I should go top to bottom or okay. bottom to top? I, I I think if we all put our heads together, we can guess who is first and who is tenth. That would be correct. So we'll get that out of the way. <laughs> uh, the Red Rocket still holding down the last place spot. Great win last week, though. Good win, absolutely. Uh, he plays me this week, so hopefully it's not two in a row. Uh, and then we've got obviously Stretch saving Matt Ryan. Best record in the league. He Des- remains the same. Despite losing. But I think we all can agree, unless catastrophe happens, he's probably going to be the favorite heading into the playoffs. So how about we go 9-0? and up? All right, sounds good. In ninth place, we have... I'm so nervous. Team Fairlife. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> Team Fairlife drops three oh. spots from last week. Uh, just not on the right side of this. I think... Uh, yeah, you really need to get some wins, man, especially with that point total you're working with. Ninth. God. Okay, keep going. In eighth place, Team Don Perignon. Down from two spots. He was in sixth last week. In seventh place, wow, what a fall from grace for the Big Ben Revenge Tour. First time leaving the top three all year. And he leaves in a hurry. Uh, five spots. <laughs> in a hurry. <laughs> Down from last week. He was second last week. I really, we were talking about this for the pod. I'm not sure why we kept him that high for a few weeks straight, but is what it is. Big Ben and Revenge Tour at seventh. In sixth place, you've got Mount Passmore, who is down two spots. And then we got a tie for fourth place. We've got Team Uninspired Youth, so Anthony, as well as your boy, Let Russ Cook. Okay, okay. So uh, I'm up four spots All right. from last week, and Anthony is up five spots from last week. So some major movement there. And then third place, just the last couple weeks, climbing up these rankings is Burrow's best. Yeah, he Tim has Raider. been rocketing up third place now. Yeah, up three spots from last week. And then routing it out in second place, we got the Broad Ripple Swim Team. Oh, man. Is this his first time being this high? I think it is. Probably. I think it is. I think I was the one that was holding him back. (laughs) Officially a contender there, Zach. Man. It's just like a, a parent for the first time when they're letting their kid go into the deep end without floaties. It's right. like, just let him go. Yeah, I think, so. the, I think the big takeaways there is Tim's just sharp rocketing up. He's all alone in third place now. And then surprisingly, Don, he was eighth, right? He is six and four. He's not even in the five and six scrum. Like that's crazy. Or sorry, he's what six and five. Sorry, he's not even in the five and six scrum, which is crazy. Winning record, but he's in eighth. Jeez. So those are my big takeaways. What do you got? Uh, just the swings. I mean, Big Ben Revenge Tour down five spots, and Team Uninspired Youth up five spots. Myself up four spots. Yeah. I mean, it's just that's wild. Volatile. The fa- yeah, the volatility that we have with teams in this league right now is crazy. It just seems like really anybody has a chance this year, honestly. Yeah, you're telling me. And speaking of volatile, how about these freaking playoff picture? My gosh, if you remember correctly last week, myself, Hayden, and Steven were all in the playoffs after last week. And now, don't look now, but now it's Anthony, Tim, and Aaron (laughs) that are all in the playoffs. Goodness gracious, if the season were to end today, of course. And that gets us into the standings. The first overall seed, no surprise, saving Matt Ryan and Stretch at 8-3. Second seed leading the Chipotle division is Team Don Perignon with a winning record of 6-5. It's really all it takes these days. And then when you get into the third seed, of course, we have Zach, which, 
oh, it sucks that he's not in the Chipotle division. He'd probably be running it. But he's 7-4. and four. He'd be the three seed. And then the four seed. This is where it gets crazy. The four seed currently is the five and six team uninspired youth on points four. The five seed would then be Aaron, also at five and six on points four. And then the six seed would be Tim at five and six. You guessed it. Also on points four. This league is stupid close. And then obviously breaking it down, the other five and six teams, Hayden and myself and Steven. And then Clayton rounding out the group at four and seven. If we look at these five and six teams, it's likely going to come down to points four. Anthony is in first place with 1536 scored. Second, very close behind, is Aaron at 1513. And third place, there's a bit of a gap there. I think it's Anthony and Aaron at the top two for points four. Third place, it's Tim coming in at 1447. And then I think Tim's kind of on an island by himself in third place which is good for him and then it's steven and hayden and fourth and fifth respectively they're very close points total and then i think it's safe to say the only way i make the playoffs is if i somehow finish with a better record than all of you guys because my points four is significantly lower than hayden and fifth so um that is your five and six breakdown keep that in mind when we go into the week 12 previews aaron it's it's a it's a slaughter it's a slaughter fest out here. It's bloody. It's brutal. It's gruesome than a turkey on Thanksgiving. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it's going to be fun though to see how it plays out. And uh, yeah, these next two weeks are going to be crazy. So looking forward to it. Yeesh. All right. Well, let's get on to the week twelve preview and see if we can't make light of any of this madness. All right, so like the rest of the episode, we are going to hit these super fast to try to get you guys out of here and back to your family. Don't you dare use this as an excuse to not go see your mom. She's probably wondering how you're doing. Go talk to her. Turn us off. But after the Week 12 preview, the first uh, the first update, or first update, the first matchup we have, it's Team Fairlife and your boy Chris at 5-6, and six, part of the 5-6 and six team, going up against Stretch and saving Matt Ryan at 8-3. and three. And believe it or not, with my back pinned against the wall, both Aaron and I are picking myself, Chris, and Team Fairlife. Looking at the matchups, I think I just have a lot of things are going my players' way. And uh, like I said, back against the wall, this is definitely a winner go home game for me. Yeah, I had you as well. I just think up and down the board, uh, you've got more balanced uh, players at each position. And I think Stretch uh, is starting to really rely heavily on those big games from Murray and Kamara and I don't know if they're there every week going forward if I'm Kamara I'm scared of Taysom Hill or I guess if I'm stretch I'm scared of Taysom Hill like he's not going to be checking it down to Kamara every play like Drew Brees does so he might be trying to hope for a speedy recovery for Mr. Brees there so going on to the next matchup um oh, oh and by the way um we'll get Tim's picks in here at a later date we definitely don't want him to skip out on the pickums this week so um yeah we'll let you know what he picks at a later time but again Aaron and myself both picking team Fairlife and myself to beat stretch this week on to the next matchup we have Tim and Burroughs best might need to change his name that's kind of sad. <laughs> that is sad. Uh, he's part of the five and six scrum going up against Zach and the Broad Ripple Swim team at seven and four. Aaron is picking the Broad Ripple Swim team and Zach to win this. I'm picking Burroughs best this week. Um, again, when you just look at the matchups, I kind of like what Tim's got going on. And I love the fact that Chris Carson might come back for Zach this week. 
But, um, yeah, I just think Tim ultimately has the better team going into this week. I got Zach um, just because I, I think I kind of owe him <laughs> owe him one here. <laughs> just because I owe you. Uh, well, and I'm also looking. I, I mean, if he does get Chris Carson back this week, you know, Dalvin Cook and Chris Carson, that's scary. And then Deontay Johnson looks like the best receiver in Pittsburgh. And if Juju Smith-Schuster has to miss that game, you know, you got Chase Claypool on the outside. He's more of a vertical threat. Ah, he's going to get a lot of targets. And Mark Andrews seems like he woke up last week. Uh, I know he has a questionable tag, but I don't know. I just think uh, you got to ride the momentum, and uh, Zach's got a lot of it. Yeah, I agree. There you go. Come on, Tim. I need this for the pickums, baby. On to the next matchup. We have Aaron, part of the 5-6 and six scrum, and uh, Team Let Russ Cook going up against Clayton, who is 4-7, and seven, and the Red Rocket. Both of us are picking Aaron to win this game, and it wasn't as easy to pick you as I thought it was going to be. Um, you are currently starting Tim Patrick in your flex. Um, not a super big fan of that, but honestly, I look at Clayton's, and he has Ryan Tannehill going up against the Colts. He's starting Naeem Hines, hoping he can replicate that performance he had two weeks ago against Tennessee. And then Travis Fulgham against Seattle. I mean, that's a great matchup, but he's just been a no-show the past couple weeks. Maybe with, you know, Rager and Jeffrey coming back. You got Goddard and Ertz maybe coming back this week. He might kind of be going back down to the pecking order. So those are really the only reason why I pick you this week, Aaron. But it was close. It was close. Yeah, it was super close for me as well. I think when I was looking at the matchup, if Clayton had Christian McCaffrey playing this week, I think I would give him the edge, honestly, just because of how good he is. But uh, the news is saying that he will likely not play. Um, and then Julio Jones, I think, is going to be a game-time decision. Fulgham's been butt recently. Uh, Kenny Galladay, I think he should be back, question mark. Um, and then for me, it's just I've got some decisions to make, and hopefully I hit correctly between – Gus Edwards, Salvan Ahmed, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, that other flex spot with Tim Patrick I have currently in, I don't know what I'm going to do there. Uh, with Joe Burrow going down, T. Higgins, that flex spot's in disarray, so I just got to figure it out. Yes, yes, there you go. Both got both of these guys picking Aaron and let Russ cook. The next matchup, we have Steven and Mount Passmore, part of the five and six teams, going up against Don and Team Don Perignon at six and five. Can Don maybe prove to them, like, this is why I have a winning record? And beat, granted, a sliding Steven team, but I think we could both agree Steven's team is looking pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. I have Steven in this matchup. Uh, when you just look at the matchup on paper, um, Michael Thomas looks like he showed out, even with Taysom Hill at quarterback, so that silenced any doubts that I have about him Chubb and James Robinson at this point in the league with how thin the running back position is I mean how can you get much better than that uh quarterback he's Deshaun Watson or Herbert I mean both of them have proven to be really good and yeah I mean just outside of a weak flex spot for Steven um it just looks like he's really across the board going to overpower Don this week I really don't expect this to be very close there you go. And since we're kind of speeding through these, we can't really play the game this week, but would you start Deshaun Watson or Justin Herbert or Brady or Taysom Hill for, for Steven this week? 
I think I'm solely starting Justin Herbert just because somebody probably had a dare with him or a bet to get that haircut that he has. And I think he's just going to come out and just be so pissed off about that and just uh, continue to dominate. It's not good. Uh, I might go to Sean Watson against Detroit. Um, Both of them have juicy matchups, though. But, uh, yes, both of us are picking Steven to get to 6-6 and and pull Dawn down to 6-6. Six and six. And then the final game of the week, what we decided was the game of the week to watch. I'm going to do it. I'm going out on a limb. I'm sounding the alarm, ladies and gentlemen. This is a win or go home game. We have Hayden in the Big Ben Revenge Store at 5-6 and six, going up against Anthony and Team Unspired Youth also at 5-6. and six. And boy, oh boy, how this works out. Aaron is picking Team Uninspired Youth to get the win. I am picking Hayden to end his three-game skid and get back on the bump, charge back up those power rankings, and get to 500. Aaron, why do you hate Hayden's guts? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you why, Chris. Uh, Just because when you look at Hayden's team, he's got Ronald Jones currently starting. How many points did he get last game against the Rams? You tell me, buddy. Uh, I think it was like less than two points or right around two points. Uh, James Conner, he's just not been getting the touchdowns, and that's a really tough matchup against Baltimore. Um, And then you just look at up and down the lineup for Hayden. You you know, it's Jared Cook against Denver. He's not been producing. Uh, Cooper Cup had a good game, but it's been inconsistent. Patrick Mahomes, yes, but he's going up against Tampa Bay. It's a tough matchup. And then you look at the other side. I mean, I think Derrick Henry will just dominate. I mean, he's just matchup proof. He dominated the Colts last time. Uh, I, hate, bu- bu- I, bu- 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 I hate saying that. But. He had like a pedestrian game for Derrick Henry against the Colts last time. Did he not have? He like had like a hundred and fifteen yards. Colt, go Colts! But that's it. No catches. No touchdowns. He's finished like okay, eleven well, points. If you are Hayden, you're going to be thankful if that happens. Yeah, but I would expect him to get a touchdown or two. I mean, most games. I mean, he's just that good, and he's getting all the goal line carries anyway. So, um, yeah, I expect Derrick Henry to dominate. And then Kelsey is going to continue to do his thing. Tyler Boyd's still safe even with the injury. Justin Jefferson, the lone wide receiver one against Carolina, which is a struggling defense. Will Fuller against Detroit. These matchups are juicy. Um, And then, yeah, Lamar Jackson, that's tough against Pittsburgh, but I just think at those skill positions, he's got an advantage. Can we agree that Ronald Jones is the starting running back in Tampa? Starting running back, He's yes. received the first carry in the last, last three. He had more attempts than Leonard Fournette in all the last three games. Can we agree he's the starting running back? He is. All right. I would rather run against KC's front than St. Louis. Yeah, I did it again. Los Angeles Rams <laughs> front any day. I think Ronald Jones is going to have a great day against Kansas City. They're going to have to score some points to keep up. Touchdowns are coming his way. Cooper Cup came alive last game going up against a worse defense in San Francisco. I think he keeps it up. Mapletron, you can use that argument for Jeff- for Justin Jefferson with Adam Thielen going out. You can use that same argument with Chase Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster going out. I think he's going to have a great game. And then when you look at the flexes, I don't know how you can be so confident in Tyler Boyd. Joe Burrow had the most pass attempts and completions in the NFL. Not for a rookie, in the NFL. Who's who's the quarterback there now? Ryan Finley? Is that who it is? That is correct. Ryan Finley, they'd be stupid if they let him throw the ball that much. 
and they're gonna he's have not to. Joe Burrow. I'm sorry. I think they're going to have to, though. I think Tyler Boyd takes a huge hit going forward. And you can make the argument that Jeff- Justin Jefferson gets um, the top corner in Carolina. I can't tell you who that is. But, you know, defenses will be allowed to target him more often. I definitely think this is going to be a close game. But I think Pat Mahomes, after Jared Goff's performance against the Bucks, can put up 40 against the Bucks. And Lamar Jackson struggles against Pittsburgh, and I think that's what swings it. And I think Hayden goes to 500. That's fair. The last thing I'll say though, Aaron Jones against the Chicago front—that's no easy task. Uh, he didn't do great against the Indy front seven. Uh, I would argue the Chicago front seven is just as good at stopping the run. Dalvin Cook didn't do much with 30 plus carries, and then the defense is actually um, the Browns against Jacksonville. What they just did to Carson Wentz, I think that's like you could double that against Jake Luton. And then the Bills against Luton against Justin Herbert. You might just not want to start the Bills defense. <laughs> that is true. That's true. Great points made on both sides. Um, let us know who you think wins this game. Again, I think this is a winner-go-home game. The only matchup of the week between two of the five and six scrum teams it's going to be a good one. Anything else to add to Week 12 before we get out of here, Aaron? Nothing else to add. I think it's going to be a fun one. Let's see how it unfolds. Hopefully we all come out on the other side. <laughs> Buckle up! Nice. All right. Thank you for joining us today. We try to get you out of here in under 40 minutes. Looks like we're around 35 minutes right now. So, uh, Thankfully, you know, we had a little shorter episode this week. Again, enjoy the time with your family. Don't let everything going on distract you from the fact that family is important. Just be responsible. Be safe. As always, listen to us on the podcast platforms that matter, Spotify and Apple Music. Subscribe, review, share us with your friends. And, of course, crush the like button like you're going to crush Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Yeah, just absolutely, 100%, no doubt about it, just click that. (laughs) Just click it. Just a nice, firm click. (laughs) And last thing before we sign off, thankful for you guys in the league. You guys are the ones that give us the passion to do this every week. Appreciate everybody just staying active with this. It's a long season, so uh, we got a great group of guys. Oh, yeah. And I actually forgot to tell you, so we've been averaging 19 listeners a week, which means there's us 10 and then, like, Nine people, I have no idea who it is. So We're climbing. I'm just saying, those We're nine climbing. people, I'm thankful for you guys. <laughs> and those nine people, I encourage you guys to go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at thisleague underscore pod and email us with compliments, complaints, concerns, suggestions at thisleague2020 at gmail.com. I think that's going to do it for us. I'm Chris. And I'm Aaron. We are thankful for you guys. Eat a bunch of turkey, unbuckle that belt, watch some football, do some daily fantasy. That's what I do on Thanksgiving. I bet like a degenerate. Absolutely. Get after it. All right, guys. Love you guys. Peace. Go and get. Sometimes all I think about is you. Late nights in the middle of June. He been fake.